Yeah, I didn't realize you were going to be doing a Zoom meeting. I thought it was just a phone thing. My bad. Oh, uh, <laughs> my, my fault. My fault. Yeah. Lately, it just makes yeah. things a lot easier for content to put up on YouTube and Instagram. And it's just more places to have stuff. I apologize. Oh, no worries. No worries, man. It's, I would have just been – and my Seahawks are on, so I wanted to watch the game while I was doing it too. So I was like, shit. All right. Well, now i got to be sitting up in my living room. Well, whatever. We'll make it work. It's not a problem. All right. Well, first off, um, we're speaking to Alaska Red. Uh, quickly, introduce yourself, good sir. Uh, what's up, world? I go by Alaska Red. Husband, father, MC. Uh, promoter, all sorts of things up here in uh, up here in Alaska. Okay. So this Saturday, let's let's jump right into the show this Saturday. Up, uh, you also have your album coming out very soon. But let's start with first things first. This Saturday at Coots, can we talk about that? Yeah, let's talk about that. Uh, this Saturday at Coots, we got the legendary, iconic hip-hop group from uh new york onyx it's gonna be an amazing show man i'm look. i'm really looking forward to it it's like one of the groups i grew up on you know one of the first groups that like mainstream crossed the genres of rock and roll or heavy metal in uh in hip-hop and they're just hard man they're they were always the grimiest the grimiest the heart of the hard hip-hop and it was this i don't know man it was a different era if, if you were from that time and those guys definitely rang a lot of bells you know what i mean absolutely absolutely and i think for me they're a group that's when they do release music it's still good music they're nine albums deep right? oh yeah for sure they're still they're still consistently dropping stuff and it's quality music all the time <laughs> i mean you're gonna compare if you're gonna compare rap to a, a trade. I would I would say it's like welders, just getting better and progressively better and dialing dialing in what they do. And as a group, they haven't slowed down. No, definitely not. Definitely not. And you're right. You're right about that. Uh, it's it's you know hip hop and like rapping and emceeing is like anything. You know, if you take your craft serious and like you progressively work at it it's like anything you're going to eventually get better at it you know what i mean uh which they they definitely have stood the test of time it's just music in general um you know especially in the hip-hop world and the music business in uh mainstream music they just as a as an artist or a group you really only have like a two album stretch usually is what they say you know what i mean the the most famous of the famous like they say you know you usually have two two albums that are really successful and then after that you know the the people aren't paying attention to you quite as much as they were and so when you're when you go independent and you were behind you had the machine back in you before your presence may not be as felt as wide and as far as it was at that time but these guys definitely have been staying relevant. They've been staying working. They've been, you know, they've overcame a couple of adversities within the group and, you know, they just keep on pushing. They've, they're, they're very, very like, I had a guy today I was talking to about the show and he was like, you know, so cool, man. I know them guys used to put on such a dope show. I was like, dude, they still put on a dope show. I was like, have you watched any of the videos that they do lately? He was like, nah, man, I really, you know, I ain't really caught up with them in a, in a long, long time. And I said, dude, these dudes are out in, like, Russia and Belgium and Bulgaria. <laughs> like, this is just 
tearing shit down, man. Constantly overseas. They're huge. You know what I mean? It's like, oh yeah. And that's that's the thing. It's like, you know, you're gonna go where you're gonna go where the, the crowds are big and the money and the money's coming in. And so you may have not have heard a lot about them over here, but those fools are working and they're still putting in a lot of work and doing some really amazing shows and putting out some really good product. So if I'm not mistaken, um, I believe it was Onyx for Life, or it might, I'm sorry, it might have been um, uh, the, the record with the Snow Goons, but there was actually, like, it was awarded the best, uh, best rap album in Russia for, like, 2019. Like, damn. Yeah, like, the, <laughs> the overseas market is for real. Like, um, yes, it really is. And it's kept a lot of artists afloat. In the late 90s, you had guys like uh, the Jizza and Prodigal Son of uh, Sons of, I'm sorry, Kill Army going overseas and recording with German artists. And you still have guys like Onyx recording with the Snow Goons or recording with the Crack Brothers. Um, but bringing in um, newer guys with them, uh, I'm not sure if you, uh, well, Nems is on the last record, Onyx for Life. Fleet right. Ward, who uh, in 2020, dropped an album a month uh, and included record, like had a, uh, a record with Pete Rock, had a, uh, yeah, and like pretty dope shit. This, I think in February, he had a record with Muggs. Um, oh. But um, just the ability to, to remain relevant and taking out um, new cats, I think. <coughs> for sure, for sure. I, I you know, I heard, uh, when you when you mentioned snow goons one of my buddies actually that I, that i have done some st actually the guy i've the only virtual show i've ever done was with this guy his name's focus and he's out of new york and he goes overseas and does a lot of stuff with snow goons and goes overseas and just does a lot of stuff on his own too and uh yeah that's one of those guys that kind of floats over there and i'd also heard back in the day from like uh Paul Wall's manager or Paul Wall's like road manager goo he used to tell me be like man and Paul would be like man you should go over you know over across across the pond I'd be like what and they'd be like dude they'd love you over there and I was like you know what's I mean what's so different about there from here and he was like it's just this different respect that they have for like real hip-hop he was like you know nothing against anything that's going on nowadays or anything like that he was just like and, then, you know, this was years ago. This wasn't, like, no time recently. This was probably five, six years ago we were having this conversation. And he was just like, you know, it's just it's just a different thing over there, man, the way they, they respect it. You know what I mean? If they see that you're serious about your craft and you really – then you're really, you're, like, traveling and touring and you got merchandise, he's like, they'll buy everything from you. They'll support you, follow you, bring you back for shows, put you up in their house, feed you. He was like, it's the craziest fucking thing ever, he was like he was like you'd be like little wayne over there i was like yeah whatever dog and he was like i'm telling you man it's fucking nuts and he and they told me a story he goes there's this cat that's from our neighborhood in houston he goes you wouldn't even know who the hell he was if we told if i told you his, his name he goes he would not ring a bell you probably never heard any music from him you know and he was like even in houston itself he's not like really relevant or prevalent or like a big name he goes around there you might you know what i'm saying if someone mentioned him you might be like oh yeah yeah oh boy but not really he said it's not like a it's not like oh for sure yeah we know who he is not like a household name in houston or whatever he goes but that dude goes over across you know goes overseas and he'll leave for like a month month and a half at a time and he goes he'll he'll come back with 20 30 rats because he'll just go overseas and do like 15 20 30 shows in like six weeks 
and just get paid for every single show that he does. And I was like, what? He was like, yeah, like he has a big enough buzz and a big enough following over there with, he has a couple singles that are on the radio in Germany and are floating around in Belgium and all these places. And he's like, to the point where they book him and pay him a couple grand per show. And he's like, you know, they fly him over. They, he does a tour over there every year, you know, come back 30, 40 bands in his pocket. I was like, oh, I definitely need to tap into that shit. What are we doing here? Yeah. But yeah, Europe is is always been like that. Europe has always been very much very like b boy centric. Uh, yeah, it's it's a very very cool thing because anytime that you, I think you have like a large population of really really poor people, they're going to make dope shit out of nothing. And so for sure, they, and they they have a really strong appreciation for people who make dope shit out of nothing. That's why you're gonna find. Uh, murals of, of guys like Conway the Machine in Romania, right, right. Because they, because they, like you said, they appreciate the grimy shit, and so yep. that's why I, you know, I kind of vaguely imagine that there, there's somebody in Russia in a jacked up Ford Escort with all of this super dope trimmings, like blasting out the window with an AK-47 at nothing, banging right. The- like, cause right. that's shit. He's about to go jump off a drawbridge as it's coming. <laughs> right, for cause, real. Cause he's got shot. He's got sticky riding shotgun. For for real, for real. I, mean, I had I had freaking. It was weird, funny, funny story about overseas. I had a, a this real. I don't know. He's a real slick type of guy. Real slick type of promoter, dude. He was uh, running the Chippendales, and he's like. He's like the longtime Chippendales promoter. I think his name is Tony Valentine or Tony Valentino or some, some shit like that. But he's like the longtime promoter of Chippendales, the men. You know what I mean? And he's been he's been up here a few times and they've done shows with Chippendales or whatever. One night we happened to have a we happened to have a um overlapping show. We had Baby Bash and they were doing Chippendales earlier at the Blue Loon and we were gonna overlap with Baby Bash. And so he, he, he hung out after the show because, you know, all the Chippendales dudes were schmoozing with all of the chicks that were hanging out or whatever. And then, and then he kind of hung, he hangs out and he watches us open up for uh for baby bash. <laughs> he comes up to me after the show and he's like, Hey, you got a manager? I was like, well, yeah, yeah. I got, you know, I had the homie manager at the time. You know what I'm saying? So I'm like, yeah, yeah, my buddy, this guy over here, that's Ox. He's my manager. You know what I'm saying? He's like, I want to talk to you guys, man. You come sit down with me. Let me talk to you real quick. I'm like, oh, okay, cool. So we go sit down at the table. He's like, yeah, let me buy you a drink. He's like, hey, you ever think about going to uh, Bulgaria? I'm like, say what? <laughs> Bulgaria? What the fuck are you talking about? They would fucking love you over there. He said, I'm like, what, Bulgaria, dog? And he's like, bro, I'm telling you, I could probably get you on like a, over in that Middle Eastern, or the Middle, you know, Eastern Europe or whatever. He was like, I could get you on X amount of shows, blah, blah, blah. I was like, I don't know, man. You have to talk to my guy about that. We have to see what's going on. But he said, he said it's just hip hop is very huge over there, and he was like, they just like that kind of raw, edgy. I think we were playing with the band that night or something too, you know. So he was, like, oh man, that was great. You guys should go over there and do a tour. I can help set it up. Blah, blah, blah. <laughs> I was like, oh well, man, Bulgaria, huh? Well, it's it's entertainment starved, right? So if right. Uh, you know, if you don't have a lot of artists coming to perform live for you, but let's say you're putting on a dope live show, plus you brought a DJ who can do an after party, it really yep. changes up the whole vibe. Now, when I was in Plovdiv, Bulgaria, 
I went to a hip hop club and they had a like they, they had a live show and the rappers were rapping over locally made beats in Bulgaria. They sounded like they were made with a cassette deck, but they were putting on the shows and they were fucking they were spitting their lungs out. Um, Hell yeah. yeah. So like it exists. It all exists over there. I mean, like so when the states had forgotten about uh, about guys uh, like the Jizza, um in Europe, they were getting a bad. Yep. 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 Heck yeah, man. You go, you go where you get the love and where there's money to be made for sure, man. Absolutely. You know what I'm saying? Absolutely. Um, if people are appreciating you and they're going to pay to meet you and see you live and hear your stuff, then uh, you're almost yeah. doing yourself a disservice not going. Um, exactly. Yeah. So let's talk a little bit about, um, this is Onyx's first time in Alaska. Is there, do you, do you think there's a significance in putting them at Coots? I mean, you know, it's that's that's like home to me. You know what I mean? Those guys always treat me well, and they work with me well, and it's just a good place to do shows, and I have fun there. And I just know it's well taken care of when you know I got to do something. I don't have a lot of loose ends that get left. It's always like you know, it's pretty much the same routine, and I know what's going to happen. I know what's going to go down, and yeah, it just works out working with those guys. So I appreciate them, and I appreciate all the you know the help they give me and the support they give me with bringing these events to Alaska for sure. So I had never been to Coots until I went to see the Bun B show, and I had no idea sure. it was such an intimate setting. And so oh yeah, so let me say like if. if don't wear like your your dress shoes like don't wear what you're wearing on sunday to church like wear maybe wear what you're wearing to mow the lawn as far as sneakers go um <laughs> well but, i thought I, I think like uh reggie ward and uh in, in cousin ash said it real good the other night when i was on their show he said you want to pull your tims out for this motherfucking show yeah. <laughs> like i'm like hey for real it's coots you know saying it's onyx you might want to pull them old school Tim's out. If you got the old high techs hiding in the closet somewhere, go ahead and grab those. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Well, I got shamrock painted on mine, on my high. There you go. Yeah. There you go. Yeah. I ain't mad at you. <laughs> a heavy D, what, you know, stuff finding love boots. Yeah. Right. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. Um, Man, I'm I'm excited for the the show. What I'm I'm excited now that you mentioned Reggie Ward. Reggie Ward is uh, the world famous Reggie Ward, the only DJ yeah. that I know of in Alaska that has a drop from from Guru of Gangstar. For uh, sure, and he's affiliated with the core DJs out of Atlanta, which is a really big, uh, you know, it's like a record pool of DJs that kind of you know all are affiliated with each other and work and network together, and they're pretty esteemed. So yeah, he's he's actual affiliate of the core DJs from Atlanta, and yeah, got drops from all sorts of cool cool artists and things over the time. And he's and he's an original man. He's been up here in Alaska. He's definitely a pioneer of the of the hip hop scene here. I mean, for those that don't know him, he's not only just a DJ, but he's been a radio personality for. I, you know, I don't even know how long, but I know it's a long, long time because when I dropped like my second album in 2002, he invited us to be on his radio show. And that was the first time I had ever met him. And he'd been doing it way longer than that. You know what I mean? Like, so he's been doing it and putting in some work over there at KNBA and doing uh, that show that he does for a long time. And he's featured a lot of local Alaskan talent on there. He's also one of the founders and creators of the Alaska hip hop awards, 
which was which is pretty cool you know what i'm saying they've been doing that for quite a few years now so you know he's been putting in a lot of work and does a lot of stuff behind the scenes that he doesn't necessarily have to do and it's it's to help shine light on the culture and shine light on the artists and the um you know the hip-hop scene here in alaska so i appreciate the guy for what he does for sure as a fan, I, I just want to know what he's going to play. Like, I'm really excited to hear, knowing knowing that he's a guy that's been around for a very, very long time, is he going to stick inside of, like, East Coast 90s? Boom, bab, what is he going to do? If you are a fan of hip-hop in in Alaska and you don't have you don't have set plans on Saturday, I think this is a thing you need to be at. Is a- yeah, man, it's it's gonna be it's gonna be monumental, dude. I mean, I think that Reggie's gonna Reggie's gonna put a super dope set together. By I mean, from the talks that I had with him, he is super excited. He's just like, man, thank you for having me be part of it, man. I'm just like, I, you know, it, it only makes sense. You know what I'm saying? I'm like, you know, you're 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 a pioneer, a legend in your right. These guys are definitely legends. We're gonna kind of try to keep it like a 90s, early 2000 theme era party type of thing. You know, I didn't really promote it as that, like, yo, this is the new 90s party, but that's kind of how I feel. It's going to be, like, the dopest 90s party that you've ever been at with a fucking super sick headliner. Motherfucking legends, the living legends Onyx is your headliner of the, of the 90s party, man. Like, come on. Uh. Gosh, and that's what's, and that, what, that's what's so dope. Um, I recommend everyone check out that, um, you know, the, the, the live show from St. Petersburg. Um, yeah, dude, that's, that's filthy. Give yourself a heads up for what you're getting into. Now, um, their DJ for that show is DJ Spot out of Russia. I have no reason, is, I have no reason to believe he's going to be with them on... Uh, I don't believe so. Uh, yeah, I don't believe so. Would have been cool if he was. Um, <laughs> but, I mean, that goes to show you, if you watch that video how dope his set uh, his, uh how dope his set is and how well it complements their set and he was the dj from russia he was the local dj that was brought in and and fucked everything up it was beautiful <laughs> right right super dope local dj so if you are if you're a local hip hop fan this is your opportunity to to see artists that local artists that really shine in their own right so you are performing. You have your record coming out. Tay Tarantino also has his record coming out. Uh, just or, dropped. It just dropped. dropped on just dropped on yeah, Friday. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, so, yeah just dropped yeah. on Friday. Uh, including features from uh, from the game. Bigger, bigger rankings. I don't know if he dropped the um, the single with the game on that album. He he does have he. It might be on that one, but I know that he has that song with Fredro Starr that he just did too and i think that's on that release yeah uh the bigger ranking intros on there yeah there's a couple hot joints on there for sure so um you have that and then uh you have uh your uh your your album og yeah the ogre the ogre ogre alaska red so how did the name come about you know honestly the name was given to me by one of my homeboys like probably about a year and a half ago we were just over here hanging out smoking and shit and he was like hey man i think you should name your next album the ogre and i was like i looked at him like the fuck you talking about the ogre (laughs) you know what i mean i'm like first thing pops in my head is like shrek i'm like the ogre what he's like yeah man o-g-a-r o-g alaska red i was like 
that's kind of cool. Yeah, that's kind of cool, you know, and I just sat on it for a while. And then, like, over the last, like, that whole spell of COVID and shit where, like, I was making the 52-week leak and I was putting a lot of singles out and shit, and I was just like, you know, there was no structure to it. There's no method to the madness. There's nothing tangible that a fan can have in their hands to, like, look at with any of that work on it. So I pulled some of my favorites from that from that 52 week leak and I've added a handful of new songs that are unreleased and unheard to that and put a good album together. I mean, it's the album is well-rounded. That's another thing I tried to do. I tried to like, make sure that it's, it, the theme kind of all goes together. You know what I'm saying? It's not like a lot of songs that sound this way. And then one's way left filled. All the songs are kind of complementing each other and the flow of the album is, is, is pretty tough. So I'm just basically getting the last, the last few things wrapped up on it, mixing, mastering, uh, getting the CD design finished up. I mean, I got my cover work done and all that shit, but I got to get like the CD design and then the actual insert or the back of the, um, cause I'm going to, I'm going to put them and press them up in like the little, uh, the little thin i guess the slips you know what i'm saying the little thin cardboard slips i'm not going to actually do a jewel case i'm just going to do the thin slips that are shrink wrapped with the cd inside of it so it'll be it'll be available you know everywhere digital as well but i'm going to do like probably about a thousand copies of the uh the hard press people like the physicals uh, i i like they the do they do I like giving giving money to to the artist and getting something back. It's it's a cool heck yeah heck yeah. Um, so along so. along with that album, I'm also like in the midst of like updating and revamping my website right now. So it's everything is going to be available at my website www.alaskaredwith2ds.com. We're going to have a few different packages available. Like, you know, you can buy just the CD and I'll, and I'll say like my, my main thing on this one is I'm really working hard at, uh, the analytics and the numbers. I've learned a couple of things from a few people and I'm going to really try to implement them and see if they work and, and can kind of work in my favor on this one. So the, the pre-sales is very important. So what I'm going to do is I'm going to, I'm going to, get these packages together and offer some pre-sale packages. There's going to be just like, you can get the, the hard copy CD, the download of the CD plus an unreleased song for like, you know, 1099, you know what I mean? You, you pay for that pre-buy it, then it locks in it. It's going to put me in this algorithm. You know what I'm saying? And if it works out the way I'm hoping it works out and enough people get behind it, enough people support it, then, you know, I could see some pretty cool things. And so I'm just, I'm just trying to work it the way it's supposed to be worked this time around instead of like, I don't know. I think I've always, as the, as the, the industry's changed and it kind of went more digital, I was not in tune with it and I was not like working it the way it needs to be worked. So I'm, I'm kind of taking a different route this, this time around and I'm just going to see how it works. Do you find that this route is more or less stressful? Um, you know, it's, it's give and take. It's, it's a little more stressful to people like me that aren't maybe super, super computer literate. You know what I mean? If you're not just like, Oh, I jump on the computer and I know word docs and I know how to do spreadsheet. I don't know how to do none of that shit, man. I bear, I know how to get on social media from my phone and post things when I need to post them and put up, but it's me doing everything by myself. So I've had to learn these things and it's like, it's kind of a slow learning process. So that kind of, that kind of is, is a, I don't know, 
kind of a you know cripples you a little bit but doesn't I wouldn't say necessarily limits you it just kind of like takes longer to do things than people that know how to do it you know what I mean and back in the uh, the old not in the old days back in the old days I'd say <laughs> but you know back in the late 90s and the early 2000s like to get to get your stuff heard was a whole different process you know like you really had to be out there like in the clubs giving it hand to hand to a DJ you had to like go to the mall in Anchorage and like pass it out to people to let them like I did all these different style of tactics to get my music heard for where I'm at you know what I mean and trying to get it on the radio was kind of a far-fetched thing because where we are and our markets don't really play that kind of stuff but I still had ways to get it on underground radio shows and then when the internet started popping up I started kind of working that angle a little bit but I wasn't very familiar with it because I wasn't familiar with computers you know what i mean but as time has went on i've i've taught myself a bunch you know i've taught myself how to do graphics a little bit i i know how to record and do all that stuff and i have a total computer-based program pro tools that i use to record everything and record everybody and do all my mixing and mastering myself so you know it's just a process it takes a little bit longer now that you you know you do everything on your own um I'm assuming that that adds to the resiliency of like of, of knowing that if you don't know something, you're gonna you're gonna have to learn it, right? Like you can't just sit around and wait for someone else to figure it out for you. No, definitely, definitely, and I mean it just it adds value to you and you know what you can offer because I mean if you become good at something, then you have the ability to offer that service to somebody else. You know what I mean, like. I wasn't, I wasn't a graphic designer per se. I wouldn't even call myself like, oh, I'm a graphic designer now because I'm not. I don't have a degree or any, anything by any means, but I've definitely made some money off of graphic designing because I have the tools at my disposal and I've taught myself enough to be like, well, you know, I'm not the best in the world at it, but if you want to give me a shot, tell me what you're thinking and, you know, let me see what I can do. And to some people, it's more valuable because they can reach out to me personally and we can talk face to face and it's not just through a computer like you're typing to somebody like oh this is what i'm looking for and then they make it and they go well you got three times to revise it and that and then that's it or i'm gonna have to charge you more or whatever you know what i mean i'll sit there and work on somebody's shit for days until it's perfect form, <laughs> and then i'm like you like that that's good okay that it's the same price that i told you because that's what i told you you know what i mean so but yeah it's 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 cool you know what i mean to be able to like learn things learn a, learn a uh i guess a trade or a skill you know what i mean and then be able to like get some residuals off that in the in the in the long run um i want to run back to the album real quick um okay so can you talk a little bit about production uh who's doing production on the album and then who do you have featured Oh yeah, yeah. I really haven't let out the I haven't really let out the list track or like the 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 features and none of that stuff yet. But uh, you know, I got I got a uh, I got some features with a couple of the ex Strange music artists. Uh, Stevie Stone's on the album. Uh, Chris Calico is going to be on the album. Um, production. I, you know, I just, I kind of shopped around. I just kind of got on the internet and looked at some stuff and found some different people. So there's some guys that people probably never even heard of, you know what I'm saying? Just some underground guys. There's a kid Gorgon. There's one guy that I found. Uh, let me see. Is there some, I think there's some local production on there too. 
I think there may be a little bit of local production on there as well. I'd have to kind of look at my track listing to know to know exactly. But yeah, we got got some good features, man. Uh, Bishop slices on there. Um, Deloak the Gill God. Yeah, man, it's just gonna be a great album. It's, it's well rounded. Got a couple surprises on there. I put my I put my uh my wife on a track. <laughs> it was her her first time ever featured on any type of music so it's it's and it's an unreleased track that nobody's heard of before and it's called uh it's called killer so that one's pretty it's pretty dope track I'm, I'm excited to let people hear that one okay um how uh how was it giving guidance to uh to to your wife in sort of that regard so you, i mean you're you're the rapper in the relationship i mean i'm, I'm sure she's dropped out oh yeah no it was i mean it was simple i just i had words that i needed her to repeat for me it was basically i came up with the part and i said hey go in there and do this and she was like uh no i don't really you know i don't want to do that that's stupid i've never done that before. i was like just do it you know what i mean so i got her in there and she said it and it worked out i made it i made it work out i did the same thing with my daughter when she she was like three years old to put her on a track. And I gave her, I gave her credits and a percentage of the royalties and all that stuff. <laughs> yeah. Um, so let's talk a little bit about who, uh, who else is on the show. And I know you're, you're watching the game. I don't want to take away from your Seahawks. No, nah, you're good, bro. Um, good. Yeah. I'm trying, trying to get it in, you know? Uh, so um, we've also, so Tay Tarantino has got the new record out. Uh, Twist. Yes, sir. Stella is also on the bill. I'm I'm not from mm-hmm. he from Anchorage. He is not. He's actually uh, from Buffalo, New York. He's actually the guy that kind of helped facilitate the show. He uh, he was up here doing doing uh, working with Stevie Stone doing his merch, and then uh, he started doing some shows. Or I, I just noticed that he like he was on shows with like Too Short and all these other cats. But he was talking to me while he was up here. He was like, you know, you ever thought about bringing Onyx out here? I was like, Onyx, what? And he was like, yeah, you know, those are my guys or whatever. You know, I could, I could, you know, hook it up. So he's kind of passed me the info. I, I took it upon myself to, like, talk to the people, get the contracts all made and stuff like that. But long run, I kind of just told him, like, if it happened, you know, he was more than welcome to come up here and be a part of the show if he wanted to. You know what I'm saying? He was like, oh, yeah, for sure, for sure. So he's flying up to do the show with us. And uh, we also got Dre V who's um he's originally from the bay area but he's you know out of anchorage been out here for a minute and uh been making some music he has some videos uh some pretty pretty nice videos that are professionally made with a bunch of other local guys like jay readers on a couple of his cuts and he'll be out there performing a few songs with a few other cats too so should be a good little show um so let's give a, a quick silent shout out to the sponsors of the show because i think it's very very important that the they're making the shows happen. The sponsors. 100%. So who we got? Uh, Treehouse on Boniface. That's where you can go get your pre, pre uh, festivity supplies, and also you can grab your paper tickets and avoid all the fees. If you don't want to pay Eventbrite for their uh, for their servicing fees, you can go grab the paper tickets right there at Boniface. Uh, sweet, I think it's Sweet D or something like that, right there on Boniface in the little strip mall at the tree house. And then also you can grab them at Coots. Those are our two sponsors of the event this, this time. Make sure you get some pizza at Coots. It's very important. Yeah. Pizza at Coots is good. I don't, I don't know if it's, I, I had a better time eating pizza there than at the Moose's tooth. Oh, nice. Uh, whatever the whatever the, the pizza place is. I mean. Right. Right. 
Yeah, yeah. Bud B <laughs> better entertainment. All right. Um so uh, is there anything else you need to throw out? Anyone else you gotta thank? Uh anyone you need to give shout outs to? Nah, man, I just want to thank everybody that, you know, continues to come out and supporting the shows here in Alaska that we throw. You know, everybody that continues to support my music, you know, it means the world to me, man. I couldn't, I couldn't keep doing all this stuff that I'm doing if it wasn't for the people that actually come out, support, you know, spend their hard-earned money on merchandise and show tickets. And, you know what I'm saying? It's just, it, it's everything to me, man. So I love to show my gratitude to the fans. I love kicking it with everybody. I love taking shots with you guys, smoking with you guys when I can and I have the time to. And, you know, it's just it's you guys that make this shit possible and all the sponsors and people like you that talk about it and spread the word, man. So I just want to thank everybody that, you know, continues to do that and that continues to come out and support these events when we throw them in. All right. Um, Red, thank you very much for your time. Very, very much for your energy. Enjoy the Seahawks. I hope they win. Um, who are they playing? <laughs> Hopefully we win finally. God damn it. <laughs> and I hope they, I hope the people they beat the shit out of get the shit beaten out of. Yeah. There you go. There you go. A bunch of bunch of losers they are. <laughs> All right. Uh, have a great day, man. And uh, hey, you too, man. I appreciate your time. Thanks for talking to me.